welcome to the Jack Gantra Parsha Podcast. Very exciting episode. We're going to start with 10 Divrei Torah from 10 different rebellions. We'll get into a little war, 4 kings versus 5 kings. And then some of my own ideas, questions, boards from Rashi and the Ramban. Without further ado, let's begin. Number 1. Start with the Rebbe, Rabbi Palachi, always there for a great vort. He spoke about famous question: Why is Lech Lecha the beginning, the test of Lech Lecha, such a big deal for Avram? If I told you that I'd give you hundreds of millions of dollars, everything would be amazing. Would you not go, especially from Hashem? And he said that there are three types. Of ways to serve Hashem. One is just to serve Him when you need Him. One is to serve Him because you know there's reward. And one is to serve Him just for Hashem's sake. The test was Avram was given so many rewards to go. He'd have a child, he'd have money, he'd have fame. The only way, the only test was if he could do it with just for Hashem. That was the big test. And he also added a vort that we should just do things for Hashem. We have to move out there to Hashem if we don't understand. He told the, uh, we have the puzzle of other Bemos, which Hashem, what does that mean? Man and animal? Are we on the same level with animal? He said, when a person has das like an animal and he just accepts things for what they are, that Hashem is running the world and that's what's supposed to happen, then to Hashem, with that Amuna, that Hashem will save us. Beautiful from Rebbe Palachi. Number two. Let's go with number two to Rebbe Moshe Frankel from Torah Anytime. He quotes from Israel Salanter who says, We have this concept of the end of the Avra says, The more you put in, the more you get out. And in the middle of the Parsha, we have Avram being praised by Hashem. And Rashi, Rashi praises Avram. He says how Hashem, Avram says that, I believe in Hashem. And all of a sudden, it's as if he, you know, he did something crazy. He says, and Hashem says, he, he says, righteous. And Rashi says, unbelievable. He reckoned with Avram as a credit, as righteousness. What's the shot? Why is it so amazing? And this vort that Rishol Sander says is, Lufum Tzara means that when it's hard, you get that reward. But then when it's easy for you, get the reward like it was hard for you. So because Avram Vinu showed in his misionos, he was willing to sacrifice everything for Hashem, even when it's pasha for him, he gets that same word as if he's jumping in the fire, slaughtering his son, whatever the misionos are, the reward that he gets for the little things are from the big things and we can take that from our, our own lives if we can push and do big things we can get rewarded even for the small things number three with number three let's go with my Rebbe from Shraga Rebbe Stamen he asked a great question we have at the end of last week's Parsha test of the fiery furnace in Rashi but it's not mentioned in the Torah at all. But other Nisyonos that are mentioned in the Torah, 
seem maybe less crazy. Why is the, the furnace not mentioned, but the other ones are? We have this concept of Gadol Matsuba Ose. Greater is the reward of someone that's commanded to do things. In the case of Avram jumping into the furnace, he wasn't commanded to do that. He just knew, Avodazar is stupid, I'm going to jump in the furnace. But Lech Lecha, he was commanded to do it. Like, it's like he was commanded to do because he was commanded to do it, he gets more reward. That's why the Torah speaks of these things. We can take this message for our lives. That when we're commanded to do things, whether it's from our, our parents, our spouse, our kids, not our kids hopefully, but our friends, we take this message, God don't do it, it does usually the hardest. But if we can have this idea that it's so much more reward, we can push ourselves a little bit more. Number four. Four, let's go with Rabbi Victor Miller. Born on the Parsha. So we have the beginning of the Brisbane and Sarm, the first words. Hashem says, I am Hashem who took you out of our costume. And we say in the Drash that it's the story of the fiery furnace, as I just mentioned, that Hashem saved Avram from the fire in the Orkastim. What's the shot mean? Vigner Miller is taking out the message from the basic shot. Hashem is saying, I took you out of Orkastin. Why should you trust me? I saved your life. I took you out of a terrible environment in Orkastin. Everyone was doing idols. The most important thing is someone to be in a good environment. We'll talk about it later with Lot, but for, with Lot, but for now, Hashem is saying, Avram, trust me because I took you out of Orkastin. We should take this message to be careful with our environment. How important is our environment? Number five. Rabbi Yaakov Haber has a simple message. Just leave. Lech lecha. We have to do it in our whole lives. In order to grow, in order to succeed. We just have to leave. We don't even need to know where we're going. We just have to go. If we're still worried about our past, and not going to be able to be great in our future. That's the simple message. Lech lecha miyartzicha. Just leave. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. You're going to have to break your comfort zone, but you got to just go. Number six. Rav Nussin Schneerman and also Rav Nussin Greenberg, interesting both Rav Nussins, they touch on the point of why Avram has no introduction. Noah has this big introduction. I would say Zadik gets introduced. Why Avram no introduction? And they both said a similar vort that it comes from the fact that we want people to realize all of Klai Israel, us today, descendants of Avram, that Avram made himself great. He wasn't anything special starting out. He made himself great. We can all be like Avram Avinu, where just one day Hashem says, Lechacha, and he went. Avram's just a regular, starts out as just a regular guy, and we all just strive to be like Avram Avinu. We can take that from the fact that he doesn't have any big introduction. Number seven. The art scroll newsletter called Tidbits, Zlotowitz, had a vort that Avram's nervous. He's nervous about the future of Kali, so maybe they'll mess up with the Bitspan of Isarim. And we have one of the shots that we'll get to later is about the Korbanos, but Hashem says that we're always going to be Gerye, we're going to be. Sojourners, we're never gonna get influenced by the people around us. 
We need to make sure that that continues to this day, that we don't get too stuck in America, too stuck in Gullis. We need to make sure we're always gearing. We're always on the move. We're never settled unless it's an urgency. Number eight. The very new edition of the Altura. Gives a point about Hagar. We know Hagar, Avram, and Sarai, they're not having children. Sarai very courageously says Hagar will have kids with Avram. And, um, and it says that the first time they had beer, they had children. And there's a line after Hagar uh, becomes pregnant. It says, Vatekal Givirta And her mission is getting laid in the eye. And we see that Hagar was, was not being very nice to Sarah, which is why Sarah got upset and exiled her. And the funeral Torah says that this is the difference between Goyim and Jews. Jews appreciate when something good happens, like becoming pregnant, you recognize Hashem. Hogar, as a guy, she was all about me, oh, I'm great, I did this. So make sure they're always recognizing Hashem in these situations. Number nine. Benjamin Brzezinski talks about this Yonos. He said, we're all going to have tests. And when Hashem says, Lech Lecha, go for yourself. He's saying that we're going to have to know how to deal with these tests. It's always going to be for the best. We have to understand that. Even if we don't know where we're going, it doesn't matter. So he talks about which Yonos is the hardest one. He says, is it Yitzhak? Is it some of the more day-to-day tests that were bigger? And there's a Havamid in the Midrash, and he says, why? Why is there maybe... Okay, he says, obviously the biggest test. No, but the point is that when you have day-to-day tests, sometimes they wear on you, and, they, and they're hard on you. You have to continue to push and to push. Am I going to wake up a little earlier for me? Am I going to learn a little bit more? With these constant Sionos, it's harder sometimes than the bigger Sionos. We have to understand that by day-to-day, we have to continue... And continue to pass these zeros and they'll only make us better. Our number 10 and final one. We end off with Rabbi Greenberg, who has a lot of things on his Parsha. But one of the things he mentions is the fact that Lot, what's the deal with Lot? Why is Lot, you know, he's so special, he's a mystical character throughout the entire Parsha. And he says that Lot launches Adam, 45. He said that Mashiach comes from Lot. You know that, that uh, later, next week's Parsha, he sleeps with his daughters, ends up being Amun Moab, comes out to David. He says that's the reason why Lot was so special. That's why Avram kept tagging him along, keeping him there. Because Lot was going to bring Mashiach. He was the holder of Mashiach's de- um, destiny. And he said that that's why Avram was so kind to him. And that was his schus. So when we see Lot, we have to understand that he does have godless. He does have reasons to be saved. There's a reason why the four kings captured him. Because he had this, this unbelievable godless. Now, the special segment of the week. For the special segment of the week, we're going to go to the battle. 
between Four Kings and Five Kings. I never really knew anything about it, but now I, I watched a great video by Rabbi Gordon on Chabad.org, and he really explained it very well. So there are four kings. Um, Raphael, Rio, Chadr Lomar, and Tidal. And these four kings, now I always thought my whole life that the four kings were the underdogs. No, these guys were the bad guys. They were the favorites. They were the big, they were the, the scary, the scary ones. They were all very, they were all great kings. And they were running around causing havoc, causing a lot of trouble, killing people left after, left and right. And they were doing a great job. And then they got to the, to the middle of town. And all of a sudden, the five kings went up with them. Who are the five kings? The five kings are bad also. Meaning both four and five kings, both teams are bad guys. They're not really rooting for anyone. If you, the five kings, Rashi goes into their names, Bera is the Malach of Som, Bir, Russia, and it's Bid, double, Ra is double evil, Bir, Russia, double, Russia. They're just bad guys, a lot of bad things. Double evil, we'd say maybe Hashem and the people, he was bad to both. We have Shinab, Adama, Sana Av, he hates Hashem. We have uh, Shem Abar, Shem Aver, that he would like place limbs and try to fly up against Hashem. All bad, and then one more is, was uh, Bella. Um, so, well, Z- Zorea, who was uh, the king of Bella. So, they're all bad. Everyone is bad. Rashi's clear. So then, the battle comes, four versus five kings, and the four kings win. Now, the question is, why? What does Avram have to do with it? So the four kings captured Lot. There are reasons why. Maybe I just mentioned in Rabbi Greenberg's Torah that Lot was going to be the... He's the next the leader to Mashiach, so maybe they, they thought he was valuable. Some say he looked like Avram. Multiple Peshatim. Either way, so the world war inspired was, was happened. All of a sudden, the four kings, they win easily, because the five kings, four kings are, are big. But now Avram is told by Og, right? Og's a giant. Love was taken captive. Sorry, that Lot was taken captive. So now Avram goes, and he, in the middle of the night, kills the four kings in a miracle, 318 men. Maybe it was just Eliezer. Bottom line was that the story of the four kings versus the five kings is that. That Avram comes to the rescue, and now all the five kings are so happy with him, and the four kings are killed, and they're all bad. Everyone's bad. It's a really crazy story. It's all to tell us the fact that Avram went to save Lot. And again, why is Lot so special? <laughs> so Avram knew maybe, maybe it's just Mishpacha, or maybe that really Avram knew that Lot was, uh, was going to be uh, future generations to, to Mish- Mashiach, and uh, that is the special segment of the week. Now, if anyone's made it this far in the podcast and you text me at 201-786-8029, I will give you a special shout-out in next week's podcast and maybe even a lollipop if I see you on the street. The final segment. Now I'll go through my own divrei tour that I thought of throughout the week. Questions and vorts. I'd love to get answers if you know any. Here we go. So I'll start out my first question, which has been answered. Was why is Avram praised if Hashem is giving him so many great things? Good question. Right? Palachi answered it already. A question I asked as well is, which the Ramban talks about, famous Ramban, is Avram says to Sarah, 
Tell them, you're, tell them I'm your sister, and then they won't touch me. The question is, though, Avram is, is good. He's saying I'm going to be saved. But what about Sarah? Sarah still, it doesn't, good things doesn't happen, don't happen to Sarah. So, very confusing. I'm not sure what the Chachma is there. Um, and I'm sure there is Chachma is Avram. Avinu is Avram Avinu. Um, another question I asked is, why Lot? In Psukim, Dalin and Hay, back to back times, it says, and Hashem took a load. Uh, Hashem took a load. Uh, sorry, Avram took a load. And, and Avram and Lot went with him. And, yeah. Some of the. Uh, we'll get to more questions later on. A big question to think about is Lot a good, good person or a bad person? And if you ask me. Rabbi Greenberg made it seem that Lot's a good guy. And that is, that's Lot for you. So the first Vort is on the first Rashi's and first words of Rashi al HaTorah in Parsha's Lechacha. Hachoo! You don't hear a sneeze on a podcast very often. That's exciting. Rashi says, for your pleasure and for your benefit. Things are usually either pleasurable or benefit you. You think of food, it's very pleasurable, but usually it doesn't benefit you. You think of other things, maybe working, it's not very pleasurable, but you got the benefit. Hashem is saying these blessings will be both. And it's very important. Torah is both. You get to a point in your learning and you get those those combination. I remember learning this a long time ago. It's a great combination. It's pleasurable and it's obviously for your benefit, especially in the long term. And the next vort is a good one in Kirov, Avram and Sarah. It says that when they were going, it says, And the souls that they made. So Pashup Shah maybe not. Maybe it sounds like, okay... The, the slaves, whatever it is, but Rashi says that it's Avraham, Migayres Hanashim, Hanashim Migayres Hanashim. Avraham would convert the men and Sarah would convert the women. They did so much Kirov and it's Ki'ilu Asuam. It's like they made them. Beautiful idea. The power of, of Kirov and inspiring people. It's as if you make them, you create their souls. You have so many lost souls, but they created the souls. Just a nice vort from Avraham that. It says later on that Avram pitched Sarah's tent before him himself. Very important. We have to be very careful to respect our wives or our future wives. Mirza Shem. So yeah, nice for from. Uh, from Avram doing a doing a good thing, we see. Right when Avram finally gets to 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 Canaan, all of a sudden there's a there's a famine, and it was only Rashi says, but Oso Ars Levado, Linasoso. It was only in this land to test Avram, that uh, you just told me to go to this place, all these things, and now you're saying, 
yeah, there's not going to be any food for you to eat. You just put all wealth and all these things, and now, now nothing. So Avram didn't waver, as Ray Palachi said. Unbelievable. We see Viter. Yeah, so things go wrong. We got to handle it. Um, Lord and Avram, shepherds can't get along because of what? Because of money. We see it all the time in real life. In, uh, in not real life. And nowadays, but even back then, we see that Avram and Sar- that Avram's, why? Because, what does Rashi say? There was calling because low shepherds were wicked. And, and yeah, there's, there was not enough, there was not enough grounds for both of them. We see we have to be very careful with money. And Lot chose stone because it was bad. Pasuk, Yod, and it says, And Lot raised his eyes and saw the entire plain of Jordan. It was watering before Hashem destroyed stone and Gomorrah. Before Hashem destroyed stone and Gomorrah. Rashi says what? Rashi says that Al Shahayu Shatufe Zima Bakr Lot Lopish. Because of their their lewdness, their znut, their zima, it's not a good thing. Hashem chosen, uh, Lot chosen neighborhood. So it's a very interesting, it's it's found in Masaxorius, Rashi quotes. Very interesting how Lot is choosing a bad neighborhood, not a good idea. He says even the next Pasuk, we see in Rashi that he said, he made himself travel away from Hashem. It says, sorry, Amar, I want neither Avram nor God. Bracious Rabbah. Very interesting. Lot does not sound like such a such a good guy here if he doesn't want anything to do with Avram or, or God. We see by stone, Anchi stone, Ram, Vichatam, Lashem, Od. What's this Lashem? We see that they had it in them. We see this a lot for ourselves. That the Yodim Rabus, we see so many kids that go off the derech. They know Hashem. They know He exists. It's even worse. That stone. They knew about Hashem and they still miskavdim limrod. They still rebelled against Him, even though they knew He was there. Very, uh, very sad. We see it all the time. It's very, uh, it's very sad. That's why it says La Hashem. And finally, after. Acharei Hifrid Lot, famously, right when Lot leaves, then all of a sudden Hashem says to Avram, what's the connection? Hashem was waiting for Lot to leave. Maybe another sign that Lot wasn't such a, wasn't such a good guy. Very interesting. We see in Pasuk Tezvav, I'm not sure why I said Parak Tezvav, I think I meant Pasuk Tezayin, we're in Parak Gimel. Famous Rashi, it says, beautiful. That it says that B'nai Yisrael will be the dust of the earth. But Rashi says, will be scattered throughout the world. Like dust. The ode, shim ein afar in ba'olam ilano setua. If there's no dust, then there's no tree. There's no trees and crops in the world. Kach im ein Yisrael ein ha'olam iskayim. So too, if there's no B'nai Yisrael, then the world cannot exist. Beautiful. Just a good thing to know how important we are. Where else? Let's keep going. Viter. Um, 
we see that Avram caused Lot's wealth, as it says. Lot went with Avram, and that's then it says that he had flock and cattle. Rashi says, "Me garm zos Avram." You go go with good people, good things happen. Good. What else do we see? There's a lot more vorts. Do not worry. We see bad things happen when you're in the wrong people, in the wrong places with the wrong people. That's why Lot got captured because he was with Stone. As Rashi says, as the Pasuk says, Vaychus Lot, Lot Vaser Ushu Ben Achi Avram Vilechu Vahaya Yosheva Stone, and they captured Lot and everything his possessions, Avram's brother's son, and they left, and he was residing in Stone. Rashi says, Why? Why? Is he, why did he get in trouble? Rashi says, "Vehu Yosha in the words, and he was residing in stone. Me garam lozos yeshivasa with stone. When you're in the wrong places, bad things happen. We already went through the war of Perak Yudalid. We see that Avram doesn't take money at the end of the Perak. That's something that's because he's very humble, beautiful. He wants it all to be for Shem's glory. I had a question. Beginning of Perak Tazvav." It says, I'll, I'll tear Avram. Don't be scared, Avram. Was Avram scared? A little nervous. Why is Avram scared? He's Avram Avinu. Anyway, Hashem reassures him, don't worry, you're going to have children, you're going to have offspring, everything's going to be good, fine. Good. Avram Ivri, it says, somewhere in the Pasuk, in the, in the Torah, in the Sixth Parsha, Anyone that finds it, you can text me. That would be great. Um, I don't know where, but it says somewhere. And it says basically he's on the other side of the river. That needs to be us. I heard this before somewhere. That we have to be like we're on the other side of the river. He's on his own. He's going to follow Hashem's ways no matter what it takes. Beautiful. Um, what else do we see? Uh, we see by Hashem the word of the, the, the stars. I don't know if I said this one already. Hashem takes Avram out and he says, look at the stars, count them, and if you're able to count them, so your option will be. And that the shot is obvious that we're going to have a lot of, that, Hashem's gonna, that Avram's going to have a lot of descendants, but I heard an interesting shot that it's not about the descendants, that there's going to be a lot of them, but rather they're going to be like Hashem, they're going to be like Avram, who literally was starting to count the stars. That Hashem is saying that, Mirza Hashem, your children will follow in your footsteps and they will be like you. But they'll follow in Hashem's ways even to count the stars. Beautiful, beautiful word. Uh, we see that he talks about cutting up the, the, um, the animals. That we're like birds. We're like the doves. Doves. He didn't cut up the. the he didn't cut up the dove because we're not going to get. We don't get cut up. The nations will gradually be wiped away and cut up into pieces. That's why he cuts all the other animals. But by the dove, he doesn't cut it because us and show we're not going to be cut up. We're going to be there forever. To all the other nations that things happen, we are not going to get destroyed. Beautiful message. That we are like the dove who does not get cut up.
Victory go in the Parsha. Beautiful. Rashi says, beginning of Parak Tesvav, the importance of having children. Avram's complaining to Hashem, I don't have any kids. What's the... What's going on? And so Rashi says, Umatuel is... What's the advantage of giving me anything if I don't give me kids? How important are having children? Beautiful. Okay, and we see in Parag Pasuk Vav that sixteen six. Gotta stick up for your wife. Let's see, where is that? Oh, 16.6. Oh, right now, 15.6. 16.6. Avram said to Sarai, Behold, your maidservant is in your hand. Do as you see fit. Rashi says, Nothing on the matter, but we see that Avram saying to Sarai, Do what you need to do. I'm going to be there for you. I wonder if Yishmael has free will. It's very interesting because it sounds like he was bad from the from the beginning. It says Vahu Ye Pere Adam. He's gonna be a wild man. Before he was even born, Hashem saying Yishmael has no chance. So that was something I could interesting. Maybe you can uh, let me know. Yishmael, we see even Yishmael does good things. As uh it was praised as Rashi says, Lashifko Sal Yishmael Nechtav. It was praise written to Yishmael because he had a bris meal when he was 13. The low Ikev, he didn't object. Even Yishmael, he was happy to do the mitzvah of bris meal. We see that Avram was, this is a thing that Rabbi Sandler said. I didn't even mention Rabbi Sandler or some Mordechai. Beautiful to our Torahs, but I couldn't get into them in this podcast. But we see that Avram Avinu, when he had his bris, he had five body parts that were not full yet. After his bris milah, he, um, he became tamim. And the uh, tamim, that's what the Pasuk says. And we see that the five eyes are two eyes, two ears, and the male organ. So now that he's going to be perfect from those five, after the bris milah, Hashem added Avram to Avraham. And we see... Yeah. Those five body parts are the five and the hay and Avraham. Beautiful. What else? Importance of Eretz Yisrael we see in this week's parsha. Pasuk Ches. It says in Rashi. A famous Rashi actually. For the, the Zionists and for the from people who believe in Eretz Yisrael. Who's everyone. It says. Rashi says. V'sham in there. Yelahem le'elokim. I'll be a god to them. Meaning, when he go in the land that I'll show you, aval hadar arts. But if you do outside land, Israel, don't It's as if you have no God. Famous Rashi. Let's get there, Israel, fast and furious. Okay. Interesting vort for from oh, one more thing actually before that. Avram wasn't questioning Hashem. He was being right. We have to give Avram the benefit of the doubt. It sounds like Avram Hashem is Avram's like asking on him. 
We see no, he's not actually asking on him. He's just saying, Pasuk Zion, what I just said there, Pasuk Zion, it says that Avram like fell on his face and laughed and we think bad of Avram. No, no. Avram is believing that he'd have a son. Rashi says, No, of course he, he believed. Um, he is saying, is, is Hashem going to do me such a kindness? It was him being humble, saying, Am I really so worthy to have a child? For what Hashem's doing? He was laughing, he was like in astonishment, like, I'm not worthy. He wasn't questioning Hashem. So you have to understand that. And um, you know how beautiful Avram's intentions were only good things. A few more running out of time here. On my made-up time limit. So we see Yitzchak. Yud for the 10 tests of Avram. Tzadi for... Sorry, it was 90. Ches was the 8 days of Mila. And Kuf was... Avram was 100. Interesting mnemonic. Lastly, we say... Rav Mordechai touched on this, so I'll end with this. That Tzadikim are like the Merkava. I need to find this. A beautiful Rashi. About Tzadikim. Rashi on Pasuk Chaf Beis in Paragid Zion. That Tzadikim are the chariots of Hashem. What does that mean? That they are the ones that Hashem rides on. The, they bring the Shekhinah into the world. The beautiful message about Tzadikim. That they bring Hashem Shekhinah into the world. And some say it's just Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. Some say it's all Tzadikim. We have to praise Tzadikim. Because they are what bring Hashem. And you cleave to them to get closest to Hashem. With that, we'd like to thank our sponsors for this podcast. No one, but if anyone made it this far. Oh, one more thing I just wanted to say. But on that very day, Avram was circumcised. What does that mean? That when, it was ni- when he was 99, Yishmael was 13, he did on that very day. Right when he was commanded, he did it. Zrizus, Makdim, Lamissa. And on that note, again, we'd like to thank our sponsors. No one right now, but if anyone wants to sponsor, we'd love to have you. It's free to sponsor. I'll just give you a shout out and uh, build your brand. Everyone, hopefully, you had a great Shabbos, and we'll see you next week.